love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I am your host, Tom. Joined alongside my fellow zealots, Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. Fantastic. Fantastic, indeed. Well, this is the episode that just did not want to come out. First of all, uh, we're supposed to record yesterday, and of course, Sleeping Beauty decided <laughs> to sleep through it. He takes a nap. <laughs> Sunday afternoon. What a great life Paul lives. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Joe and I just chatted up for an hour. We should have just released our chat <laughs> that we talked while we were waiting for <laughs> Paul to come online. Who never showed up. And then uh, this evening we're scheduled to record. And of course a thunderstorm blew right about a half hour before scheduled to record. A thunderstorm blew right into uh, my neighborhood. And man, made a huge mess. And I was was afraid that we wouldn't be able to do it. But it went by. So uh, I think we're in between uh, lightning Tom records from inside a convertible. So... If it's raining, it messes with the system. Well, all the neighborhoods around us are uh, lost power. So I'm just waiting for the power to go out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get this under uh, underway. So, of course, like we do every uh, episode, here is the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa, the Alexa quote, quote of, of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Uh, I didn't tell anyone what we're actually reviewing this episode. This is the movie Breaking In, just released this weekend. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But of course, we have this first. Uh, I think you guys are going to do well, Paul. I think you may have an edge on this one. Here we go. I'm the king of the world. I'm the king of <laughs> the world. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't, uh, wow. Um, oh, yeah. Also, Paul is uh, off site. <laughs> he's at uh, he's away for the week and doing some uh, job thing. So <laughs> he is uh, not going to have the, your normal quality and he's in a hotel room. Uh, with a extra steady uh, headboard behind him, <laughs> so that's pretty nice. So I'm not sure if he has uh, utensils to be writing down. Looks like he's going to be typing it though. But as he types, yeah, I'm trying to put it in Notepad here. All right, no worries. Here he's going to try to show the laptop the camera's on. You're <laughs> 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 just spinning it around. I can't show the screen. Like a dog chasing his tail. I'm the king of the world. I got okay. I'm there. the king of the world. Oh, got a thumbs up from Paul. Oh, thumbs up from Joe as well. Okay, Paul, we'll let you go first since you probably use the computer. <laughs> Google knows the answer, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, before you go, though, let me just say this. Uh, I'm going through all the old episodes I put on YouTube, so I'm listening through and I'm taking, I'm, ki- I'm getting notes and stats. That way, um, like at the end of the year episode, I'll have stats. And I did some math wrong, so... Uh, the numbers I'm keeping, Joe actually is, at least from what I found so far through like 18 episodes, Joe is one point less than what I had uh, initially gave him. So you're actually closer than you think, Paul. So instead of being 77 to 73, Joe with the lead, I think it's actually 76 to 73. So uh, uh, stick in there, kid. All right, Paul. Let's hear what you have. All right. So it's Titanic. Yes, it is. From 97. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I'm not good with I don't know her name. Kate Winslet? Okay, Paul. Let me stop uh, you right now. Zane. Oh! I can't say anything. All right, Joe. He got all 10. Joe, he got all 10. I don't know about Paul that. Paul got it. I don't yeah, know about Tom, that. You can shout it because I already wrote my answers down. 
<laughs> yes! Paul, for the first time ever, you got a 10-pointer! Ding, 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 wow. ding, ding! Wow. From now on, you gotta get, you gotta leave the state when you when you record these episodes. <laughs> it's the headboard. <laughs> it's that headboard, man. Headboard was inspired. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure about her name, though. Yes, you did very good. All right, all right, Joe. This could be the first time Paul takes. Actually, did Paul ever have the lead? I don't even know. I have to check I back. I don't think so. I think I caught it in the first episode. Oh just, man, the, the, the tides are turning. The one thing I had because Paul beats me like the rum in every other game. <laughs> I, I feel I feel a little embarrassed because uh, I don't really want to pull ahead on this movie, but okay. <laughs> All right, Joe, let's see what you got. I have Titanic. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I thought Ninety-seven. You, I thought you go with uh, Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> uh, Ninety-seven. Oh, okay. I actually knew this one. I saw this in the theater with my wife. Well, she was pregnant with my daughter, and I know ah, her birthday. So. All right. Woo-hoo. Well, I'm sure you got the next point. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I have that girl. Oh, and no. R- and Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So you got uh, two, three, four. So you got four. And Paul... I had a chance at Kate Winslet, I guess, but there was no chance I was ever getting Billy Zane. Oh, man. I was yeah. thinking, oh, it's that guy from Aliens. I guess. Uh, Remember, he was in it. Um, God, what was his name? Tom Skerritt? No. No. Who? I don't know. The guy. Who's in Aliens? Oh, we're screwed now, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know the guy who was killed by an alien and a predator? Oh, he was Bill, in uh, the tornado Bill, movie? Bill Paxton. Uh, Bill Paxton? Yeah, Bill Paxton. He was in Aliens? Yeah. I got to rewatch those movies. Man, came over. Yeah. This oh, is best one. Oh, we're screwed now, man. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot Billy Zane. Yeah, I would never guess Billy Zane either. And actually, I wouldn't have gotten Kate Winslet because I don't. I knew there was. I, I didn't remember who that female lead was. So, and I probably wouldn't have gotten ninety-seven. I would have taken a random guess, and I'm sure I would have gotten it wrong. So, you guys uh, actually outperforming on this one. So, uh, you guys should uh, head have your heads high. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that was Titanic. Hey, Paul. Uh, either even with Joe's extra point that I somehow screwed up, you are taking the lead. So congratulations! Wow! wow. wow. Nice. Can we like send e confetti or something across the chat? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back. Let's get into this episode. It is the movie Breaking In, uh, year two thousand eighteen, rating PG thirteen, runtime one hour twenty eight minutes. So that's the one thing it's got going for it. It's a nice short movie. Director James Matig. Um, Directing projects, uh, The Raven, which I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. Ninja Assassin, I did see that, and V for Ven- Vendetta. So uh, those are his other directorial projects. Casting out for this movie, uh, Gabrielle Union, Billy Bur- Burke, and Richard Cabral. Uh, a woman fights to protect her family during a home invasion is a brief description. Tagline is, payback is a mother. Of course, you got the capital M for mother. Uh, IMDb gives it a 4.8 out of 10. Now this is, um, I got, I got this number on Saturday. It is now Monday evening that we're recording this, uh, late Monday night. Uh, so it may have fluctuated up or down by a couple points. <laughs> uh, I, I, I presume it'd fluctuate down, but who knows? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, critics 27, audience 33. Budget for this movie I had to dig deep because there's really no notes on IMDb or anywhere else for this movie. But I did find a wiki said about estimated about six million dollars, and it was released on May 11th. It's projected to gross between 14 and 17 million in its opening weekend. 
It made $4.6 million on its first day, including $615,000 from Thursday night previews. And that's actually me. I went to this movie on the Thursday night preview, and there was uh, me, my son, and two other couples, and that was it. Um, it, it was released in, in an apropos weekend, so... Yes, it was actually perfect, right? So Mother's Day, yeah. Yeah, maybe Sunday had a big uh, screening. I doubt it. Uh, interesting notes. Like I said, there are very really nothing other than the writer, Ryan Engel. He uh, wrote the screenplay for The Commuter, which was a good movie. Nonstop, which is another Liam Neeson movie. He wrote the screenplay for that. And he was the screenplay and story for Rampage. And now he's currently working for an announced untitled Ben 10 project. So uh, he's very busy. So it's disentitled and supposed to be a Liam Neeson movie, and they just adapted it to Gabriel <laughs> Union. <laughs> yeah. How can we get Liam Neeson uh, to be a good role model for a Mother's Day? <laughs> That's going to be tough. Yeah, so who wants to go first on this breaking in movie? Okay, wow. Okay. I I'll... guess I could. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. Because yeah, we went in, and the, the number of old ladies at this theater was shocking. <laughs> are you sure like you weren't like a, you sure you weren't quilting group like ran out of fabric are you sure you weren't at church <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm pretty sure uh, it's uh it's, it's mother's day you so very, you don't find me there very often so. <laughs> but yeah i mean we went in it was it was bad it was is like a it was like a lifetime movie that somehow even managed to disappoint my wife <laughs> It had, it was just, is this weird, you know, that the ladies getting abducted by these guys and they choreographed the fight scene by like getting these YouTube women self-defense videos. <laughs> it was just absolutely horrible. I mean, nothing she did to this guy could possibly wound him even a little bit unless he really tried to make it hurt himself. It was so terrible. <laughs> uh, the criminals were right around the sophistication level of the wet bandits. Oh, no way. I, Joe, I was literally Googling Home Alone because I thought they were the soggy bandits. I was literally Googling <laughs> that to use that line. Wow. One mind. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I, Good thing yeah I my, my whole thought was, yeah, that's that's the only reason she had a chance is because she's up against <laughs> the wet bandits. Yes. Oh, man. That was about that. It was, it was just... Did anybody else question whether you could be ran over by a truck and have nothing really happen to you? Like, <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, who knows? Tell yeah, you. or 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 the or the guys like reaching down to choke her and she puts a thumb on his eyeball and instead of just posturing up beyond her reach, he falls over and dies on a rock. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like you know, your arms are longer than her. <laughs> Just straighten your elbows and she can't reach you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's some real problems with this it movie. It kind of hurt. And the one that got me the most, and it just drove me absolutely crazy from the moment I saw it, is when the, the rubber is locking the kids in the bedroom. And they had they had the door handle with the lever handle that had no lock on it. And he just reached over with his gun, hits it with the butt of his gun, yeah. and knocks the handle off the door. Yeah, like you could just push it, it, locking the kids in. Yeah, right. You could couldn't just push through there and, and fall out. Yeah, and the kids <laughs> decide they get some tools out of the drawer and they're trying to open the doorknob and they're trying to twist it. And I'm like, the hinges are inside with you. <laughs> just pop that little pin and the door will fall on you. 
Oh, it's killing me. Oh, it's like, no. how do you lock somebody inside a room with tools and hinges? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess, you know, that's what happens when billionaires don't send their staff to clean grandma's house before they sell it. <laughs> yeah, see, that that's a huge problem I had with the, the, this movie. So the daughter didn't like her father, but she knew the safe existed. She knew he was into the tax evasion or whatever criminal activities. So she had to have known there was probably a good lump sum of cash in that safe. And she probably had to known that there were some people, because I, I assume he was murdered, right? She knew he was murdered. They murdered him. Yeah. Which I don't understand well, I mean, why you don't murder him and then immediately go to the house. Well, and, I mean, the, there's no way the cop said, well, oh, he got him and make him open the damn safe <laughs> and then murder him. <laughs> Well, that is true. They are the ones that murder him. But what I mean is she knew he got murdered, right? There's no way that, because the guy ran him over, but then he went over and smashed his head in. So there's no chance that they could have called this an accidental death. So she yeah, he got she had to have known this country house. Some people may, some less, desi- than less, less than desirable people might show up at that house looking for reparations. And she takes her kids up. Not even takes the husband either. Or the, I guess that was her husband, right? I think so, yeah. And then, and then like this crazy security system that bulletproof windows and all this craziness and and she instantly knows how to do it that she can you know have it turn on the lights as the guys walking through the house leading him to the right way and then turn on <laughs> cartoons at an appropriate time and like what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> well, plus so th- what bothered me was the last scene after she uh she killed the one dude, the last dude and she came out of the house and the husband and the kids were like sitting on the porch just chilling. Like, wait a second. As far as the husband knew, she was in the house getting killed, and he's just hanging out on the porch, just sitting there waiting for her well, to come he, out? he got beat up and decided, you know, maybe, maybe I should just let the wife take this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> she didn't tag him in, Tom. I, mean, I clearly did not see the tag. He's literally sitting there on the porch, and she opens the door, and they're just sitting there, and they look back like, oh, hey. Like, what? <laughs> Why aren't you up going helping? Are you? Well, <laughs> he read the script. It was laying on the porch uh, beside him. He couldn't go in. <laughs> Damn it! Thwarted uh, by the script. Yeah, these. And, and, oh man, the most cringeworthy part of this movie was when uh, she's on the micro or on the intercom system, and he says, "You are a woman." Pause. Alone at the mercy of strangers. <laughs> There's that long oh, pause. Yeah. Like you are a woman. Like you're just a woman. You can't beat four dudes. <laughs> like oh, give me a break. <laughs> and I did love it for a movie that is predominantly a, a, a an ethnic minority. How they portrayed the Mexican was sort of wow. Like wow, you really went. You went the race. Oh, was oh. The bad guy. oh yeah, he that was, was about. <laughs> yeah, he was your stereotypical uh, Mexican prisoner who would kill on a, <laughs> just doesn't that yeah, no mercy. It, just, it seemed like wow. Okay, you guys are really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Me Too movement doesn't care about Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, or the Black Lives Matter. <laughs> There's no Mexican movement. You guys gotta uh, step and it up. They on really that. had to, had to foot stomp that that white guy was gay. <laughs> like over and over again. <laughs> At yeah. least I didn't do anything gay in jail like you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're on your knees. Like, oh, geez. Wow. Yeah, this movie just it was not a good movie. I was hoping for so much out of it. But I, I'll be honest with you. I thought because the criminals were so stupid, I mean, it's it was almost realistic that she could have possibly got away with what she did. Because if, like, if the Mexican guy was in charge, this thing, this movie would have ended 
25 minutes into the movie. Everybody would be dead. <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah, matter. He would have killed them. He would have yeah. burnt the place down and moved on. He would have killed one of the kids and uh, held the other one at knife point until she opened the safe, then killed all of them and walked out. It would have been done. The movie would have been yeah. over in no time. But because uh, you know, the leader, you know didn't really want to be a criminal and didn't want to kill anybody and, you know, had mercy and all this other crap. Uh, it's almost, you can almost see it, but still like the husband shows up and he'd come. Hey, and gets I mean, once down. the first guy was dead. I mean, they're, they're, they're going up for felony murder now, right? I mean, you're, yeah, you're killed, robbing uh, somebody. Someone died during your robbery. Yes. I mean, is there really a difference between one life sentence and two life sentences at that point? Yeah. Just, just wipe them out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this, this movie, um, man, yeah. Just, you know, empowering the female. There's a lot of those this year. And, uh, unfortunately most of them aren't that good at movies. They're going to do it. They need to do like more wonder woman type stuff, you know? Uh, they really do. Yeah. They, they, although, although this one was a little, little more empowering because my wife made me watch the Wonder Woman uh, TV show from the seventies this weekend. Cause Holy moly. It was mother's day and she could, she could make me do anything. And it, it was, it was so on point with the sexism was so great. It's like, <laughs> you're not acting very womanly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys see breaking news? Uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, oh man. Oh, um, Lois Lane died. Yes. Margot Kidder. Yeah. 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 Margot Kidder died. Uh, that's uh, that's sad. We'll have to watch uh, do a Superman review or something. But uh, I'll watch Superman four in her honor. <laughs> oh wow, that that is quite the sacrifice. <laughs> 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 All right, well, uh, okay, well, let's go around the room and uh, see what we guys see what you guys give this as a rating. And Joe, would you like to begin? I, I I say if you're an old lady, catch it on Lifetime. If you're not. <laughs> probably probably just move on to the next. All right. So your rating is TV or see, don't see? Yeah, see it on TV. All right. So Joe's TV. Oh, hey, good for you. I thought for sure this was a no see. Well, it, for, I mean, I mean so this I'm, slight, I'm still putting the old lady qualifier on there, right? So the, this, <laughs> this ranks slightly higher than Black Panther with you. <laughs> <laughs> still can't get that. Oh, well, I had less bad CGI. I'll give it that. <laughs> I don't get what I mean, at least they didn't stand on top of a CGI waterfall to make their point. <laughs> <laughs> he fell off a real roof. <laughs> All right, Paul, uh, tell us what you think. So I actually had a, um, a mother was there with her, with her son and I guess her friend. So she put her son back with me and she sat up front and the son made a comment literally every scene he had something to say, like, oh, that guy has a bat. The guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so so this really made this movie really, you know, stretched how much I um what I thought of mothers in general. <laughs> <laughs> um I would yeah, I I have to agree. It's 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 a lifetime movie. It, so I would watch it on television. All right. It's horrible as a lifetime movie, but I mean, there was just no tension. I mean, really, for, for a movie that should just be filled up with tension, yes. Yeah, I agree. There really was nothing. <laughs> You're just like, uh, yep, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was okay. like, what's the resale value of this house going down the entire show? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, poor gasoline. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to need all new carpets. <laughs> But still, I don't. I still don't understand why she didn't go to that safe first thing and grab that money. 
or at least open it up and see if there's money in there. What what is she doing? Well, and then part of me says, "Why well, why didn't she find somebody?" I mean, what why, yeah, she shouldn't have went up by herself. She shouldn't have, surely shouldn't have taken her kids up. <laughs> I mean, oh, come on. You know yeah. your dad's not a good guy. You know people probably yeah, I'm, want to. Yeah, I'm going to hop into the Mercedes and drive to Wisconsin to my billionaire father's estate so I can close it out <laughs> yeah. so we can sell it. Like, no, you have people for this. <laughs> and, and I just can't understand why the why these people waited that long to go get this safe after they killed him. I mean... Hey, you know what? And I'm with Joe. Why won't you kidnap him, take him up to the house, force him open the safe, then kill him? If you're killing him anyway, why not have him open it up first in the woods where there's no one around? I'm with you, Joe. Then he could go missing, and then you could be uh, in Mexico or where the heck you want to be before they even know he's dead. So, yeah. So my uh, end, end review is, uh, or end rating is watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree. TV, because this movie is just not not a good movie. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, we, we've been on a string of just not very good uh, movies. <laughs> but you know what? This weekend coming up, that string will end. Oh, yes. There is no woman saving the day in this next movie. Oh, no. <laughs> Deadpool 2. <laughs> it's all man. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a good one. Oh, hopefully. Oh, I'm, getting, I'm so excited about it. Well, there's that one girl in it whose superpower is lucky, which I am so excited <laughs> I know. About. That is so awesome. I know. Oh, that's so good. And that dude who's just nothing. Yeah, he has <laughs> no power. A mustache and a parachute. Oh, I just saw it added. <laughs> He's floating down. Oh, come on. Oh, I'm so be. excited for this. Oh, yeah. It's God, they be. better not screw it up. I'm so happy. <laughs> it's going to be so good. So good. Yeah, even the, 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 hit, the hit the gas Thanos, that was sort of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So, uh, yeah, look for that coming out uh, early next week. Uh, and another episode of uh, possible uh, flash reviews. Oh, you know what we didn't do, Joe? We didn't announce um, uh, the great the giveaway, the movie give movie pass giveaway. That's right. Uh, so, in case you don't listen to my or watch my Twitter or Facebook, which you should, and by, by my I mean uh, movie pass or yeah, movie pass. Wow, well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> movie zealots. Uh, I got an email from Movie Pass saying that. I can give out three free monthly memberships, one month memberships uh, to my friends. So both Joe and I have one uh, and both of our wives have one. So uh, obviously we're going to hand out uh, some to our friends, including Paul. Paul, you will be a recipient of a one month yeah. free movie pass. Uh, but Joe and I decided we're going to give away two movie passes to one lucky person. And all you have to do to qualify for this movie pass, this free month's movie pass, well, two of them, actually. So for you and your wife or your uh, significant other. All you have to do is give us a sequel for A Quiet Place. That's right. We gave ours. We want to hear yours. And we're going to judge. Uh, send it. Send it. Oh, man. I don't have my email ready. Oh, the email will be in the show notes of this episode. So write write an email to uh, moviesoutspodcast at gmail.com. I believe that's what it is. Double check that in the show notes. Tell us your sequel idea. And I'll have my son um, look at my email and copy paste them all into a Word document. So I won't have any idea uh, who sent them because I'm sure people we know will send this in as well. And I don't want to uh, be biased in any way. And the best story that the three of us vote uh, will get two free one month memberships to MoviePass. Now, the way the MoviePass membership, because I clicked on the link. So you go to the link and they make you sign up for a monthly service. Uh, you get to pick the 9.95 or the 7.95, and you put in your credit card. 
and the first month will then be free. And of course, they're going to do the, oh, if you forget, then it's going to automatically renew type of thing. So you will have to cancel it manually if you want to cancel it after the first month. Um, so I'm just letting you know that. So if you don't feel comfortable giving MoviePass your credit card, you will definitely have to do that. Uh, in fact, Joe and I had to do that. <laughs> and we bought our movie passes through Costco. So it was prepaid and we still had to create a membership, quote unquote, and uh, register a movie or a credit card onto it. That way, uh, it, during the 13th month, they can charge us the $10. Uh, I hope we forget. So that will be a requirement for this free month. And this is completely, this, we're giving you, what we guarantee is we'll give you a link that has two free movie one month movie passes uh, as given to us by MoviePass. Now, if MoviePass flakes out <laughs> in the next uh, ten days and decides, uh, never mind, <laughs> which they <laughs> could possibly do, uh, you know, uh, then that link is worth for what what it's worth is what it's worth. <laughs> There's no cash value associated with it. Or I'll tell you what, there'll be a point zero 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 one cent cash value, uh, which they do on coupons. Uh, but yeah, so send in your review and you know what else is required for this? You have to vote for ours. That's right. You have to go back to the last episode or whatever. What episode was that? Last one? Yeah. 37. Go to 37. If you don't want to listen to all the other reviews, you can fast forward to the end. We give our three, uh, sequel ideas and you pick which one of those you like the best and give us your sequel idea and we'll read them and uh, we'll determine the winner and we'll give it to you. So when do you guys want to? Uh, have the deadline for this email submission. Let's see. Today is the 14th. This will probably go out on the 16th, unfortunately, because like I said, it's late at night and I don't feel like editing this uh, and having it come out tomorrow. So Wednesday morning, the 16th, this will be released. Uh, so uh, do you want to announce it on our Monday, the 28th episode? I think so. If they get it in by like the 26th. Yeah. So Saturday, the 26th. Yeah. So Saturday the 26th, you have until uh, uh, noon Eastern, Saturday the 26th, uh, to get the email in. Now, if you uh, submit it at 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturday the 26th, I will accept it. <laughs> but, yeah, anytime Saturday, essentially. Uh, but once I get them all together, because i got to email the guys, we'll probably record that episode uh, Sunday uh, afternoon. So we need a little bit of time to read them. Uh, assuming we get more than one entry <laughs> now, Hey, somebody might get lucky enough where only one person submits. And, uh, but let me tell you something you have to, you just because you send an email and, uh, you, you have to give an idea and you have to vote for one of our three. If you don't do both of those, then no one winner. No, there's no winners. I'll give them to, uh, I don't know who I'll give them to somebody. I'll find somebody to give them to, but, um, so please go do that. Movies outs podcast. at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, check it out in the show notes, but I'm pretty sure that's the email address. Send it there uh, with your idea for a sequel for A Quiet Place and a vote for one of our three. And on uh, the episode of the 28th, that's uh, actually Memorial Day. When that, when that episode is launched, we'll announce the winner and we'll send you a link to an email. Oh, yeah, please obviously have a... Well, you're emailing us, so obviously we'll have a valid email associated with it. Uh, we'll send a link to that email and then uh, you can go ahead and join... Uh, you and your whomever you've given the other one too. All right. Oh, well, now with that said, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add to this episode before we call it a night? Not. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Paul's giving great looks. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm stuck in this hotel and 
Kentucky or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee. Tennessee. Nashville. Wow. I'm going to see the Parth- Parthenon. No, well, you should go that, do that after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, there's a giant pyramid in Memphis. Oh, yeah. Oh, is there? Giant, I've seen that. The Bass Pro Shops pyramid on the Mississippi. At least that makes sense because it's Memphis. Whereas Nashville and Parthenon, I don't, I'm not getting the connection, but. (laughs) 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 But Percy Jackson tells me that it's here, so I know it's somewhere here. (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, Joe, for joining me this one. And until next time, that's a wrap. 